Oh man, so delayed. So delayed what? on that record. On your end. I said three, two, one, record, and then I hear your loud ass mouse. <laughs> record. I don't think you appreciate this mouse glows in the dark. You didn't even know that. If I had a choice between a glow-in-the-dark mouse and a mouse that didn't scream every time I freaking hit a button, I would choose the mouse that didn't scream. This is my impersonation of your mouse. You're like, oh, <laughs> I wonder what this link is over here. Click. Ah! <laughs> Click. Ah! That's your mouse. Oh, you know, that's what I asked for. I'm Alan Girding, and this is the Tuesday Night Podcast. It's a podcast all about the games we play on, around, and under the gaming table. I'm talking tabletop games, board games, if you will. And with me, I have stupid butt-faced Poopy McGee. Oh, thanks for stealing my introduction. That's what I was going to say. Oh, okay. I'm so sorry. We can do that all over again. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> and with me today, I have... For those who don't know, I am stupid butt-faced Lindsay Road. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay, we just finished with Gen Con, and it was a hoot of a time. It was. There was a lot of owls that escaped. Oh, I get it, because I said hoot. Yeah. You. We had the live Gen Con podcast recording, which was last episode, but this is episode 96, so this is like the post-Gen Con report. I'm excited to have you on the show, because one little thing that happened was that a lot of knaves came by. In fact, two knights came by, Sir Delton and Sir Gary Pope. But a whole bunch of knaves, and you know what some of them said? More Lindsay Road, please. Yeah, I was actually kind of shocked. Go us. I, I guess they really like dumb stories and bad puns. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. On today's episode, we're going to have to give an assassin update. I'm sure everyone wants to know what happened with assassin. I think everyone knows what happened with assassin. I don't think they do. I think they want to know. We're going to go ahead and give some advice because we had some knaves right in asking for our help. Shall we get this show on the Lindsay Road? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it can go any more downhill from here. So let's get started. Let's start with the assassin update. Take it away, Lindsay. So I just want to say that I got real confident from Origins because Origins I didn't lose for the first time. I didn't win, no. but I could have won. And so I got cocky. And it led to my downfall this time. But it was well played. It was well played. I have a question for you, Alan. Yeah. Did you, because you texted me the morning of the assassination and asked me to help you set up your booth. That is correct. Which I came in early to do and no one was around. The place was a deserted war zone. Ghost town. Yeah, it was empty. Did you do that just to assassinate me? Because well played, sir. Well, we did need help setting up for sure, but it was a double whammy, if you will. Because this was the first and probably last time you ever got to volunteer for Tuesday Night Games. You worked the booth, if you will. Yeah, I had to earn my knighthood. Yeah, yeah, except that's booth monkeying. Ah, damn it. I don't know what I need to do anymore to earn knighthood. You gotta tell stories on the podcast. I've done all the things. Why won't you knight me? 
Hey, don't make this more awkward than it already is. Okay? <laughs> it's <laughs> not possible. <laughs> Let's go back. So we're setting up booths. You got there with Dogmite Games because you work for Dogmite Games mm-hmm. and you showed up before Tuesday Night Games did. And we were in the same aisle, just like five booths down from one another. What was it like setting up the booth knowing that Assassination was being played? I actually paid. We had a bunch of new employees that had never done Gen Con before. On the car ride down, I explained to them what was going to happen, and I actually gave them each $5 to keep me from getting assassinated as my bodyguards. And I want to say that they were the worst bodyguards ever, because none of them did anything to stop what was happening (laughs) at all. That was like $25, just God. (laughs) (laughs) So you were nervous. Were you yelling at them at all? Were you saying, hey... I paid you $5, watch my back. Um, they just took $5 and kind of ran away with it, which I should have known for the dog mic crew. Unlike true dogs, their loyalty is easily broken. Yeah, it was crazy. I actually showed them pictures of you because I'm like, it was strangely hard to find an accurate picture of what you look like. A lot of your old pictures, you have a beard. In your last Kickstarter video, you had like the bushiest beard ever for your crazy video that you did for Cthulhu. Necroboomicon, please. It was Necroboomicon. <laughs> yeah, so I, they they say it was because the pictures weren't accurate. I think they just wanted to make an easy $5 and I have to deal with it. Point being, they failed. You stalked me from, I believe, two hentai posters or something. Weren't they? It was some sort of crazy Japanese babe posters in the the booth next to us. So just picture Alan's face in between two posters of that nature, staring at a woman setting up a booth. Okay. Real nice. (laughs) And then assassinating her. (laughs) And that's about our introduction to each other at Con this year. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. So wait, what was the end result? Let's just get the end result. What are you trying to say happened? Uh, I lost. I got assassinated. I got assassinated pretty bad. I had my back turned all the way. It was brutal. So she was working our booth, which was 2569. And the booth across Mars had some of these overly sexualized Japanese characters as their backdrop. But there was an opening in the corner. And I was looking between the two overly sexualized. I don't know why we keep repeating that aspect of it. <laughs> because it's a good it's it's a good point. I just want people to be able to clearly visualize. It's not like I'm looking between two breasts or something like that. <laughs> just Alan's grinning face in between these two chests <laughs> on these posters. No, no. In my defense, I also didn't know what was on the other side of these posters because <laughs> this is the first day of the con. So I'm coming up and from the one side, they're just blank. So I'm looking and I'm watching you set up World Championship Russian Roulette and you are not looking around at all. Your back is totally turned. So I sneak out, sneak behind, slit your throat, and let out a dead. Yeah, next time. This next one's really going to be the one, guys. Put your money down on me next time, because it's going to be the one. What is our next con together? Ooh, I don't know. Are you going to Grand Con? I might go to Grand Con. I don't know. You'll know once your decapitated head is on the Grand Con floor, then you'll know, oh, Alan's going to be here. That's true. <laughs> I'm not going to PAX Unplugged. I'm going to BBG Con, but you're going to oh, PAX Unplugged, yeah? I'm going to PAX Unplugged, yeah. I'm le- I'm abandoning BGG Con this year. Shh, traitor. That's my hometown. I gotta go. Wait, PAX Unplugged? Is that your hometown? Yeah, Philly. 
Ah, oh, that's right. You're from Philly. Here's what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to have you on after BGGCon, and we're going to do a, a PAX Unplugged versus BGGCon. So you're going to be oh, the yeah. Tuesday night podcast correspondent. Can you fulfill the responsibilities required of you? Yes. I will once again attempt to earn my knighthood by reporting from PAX Unplugged for you. <laughs> If you were a knight, we talked about this in a previous podcast, what would you want your title to be? Sir Lindsay Road? Dame Lindsay Road? Oh, I don't know. I think I would want it to be Sir. You would want it to be Sir? I think I would, even though I'm a female, because that's what Conan Doyle was, Sir Conan Doyle. And the closest I can get to Conan Doyle is just the better my life is on a regular basis. So you're a fan of Conan Doyle, huh? I'm a massive fan of Conan Doyle. Edgar Rice Burroughs, Conan Doyle. Those are my heroes. I've loved them since I was a kid. Only one was knighted, though. Do you know Conan Doyle's full name? Call me ignorant. I've never heard him referred to as Conan Doyle. I think it's Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Do you want to know his full name? Go for it. Sir Arthur Ignatius Conan Doyle. Really? Of course. Well, Conan Doyle is famous for Sherlock Holmes, as I'm sure probably is the most common one. And then Edgar Rice Burroughs did Tarzan... And John Carter, two of my favorite books. John Carter in particular. What do you think of the movie? I actually really liked the movie. They changed a lot, but I think the, the core spirit of the book was really solid. Obviously, it didn't do well. Speaking of things that went wrong, let's give some people some horrible advice. Yeah, yeah, let's give some advice to people. I'm in the mood for that. Howdy. It's time for Interaction Satisfaction. Shoot us your emails, your comments, or your questions. We'll do our best to answer them. Alright, here's a question for you. Nave Mitchell gives us two questions. Question number one. What's the longest you've ever had a game without opening it and playing it? Oh. I'm actually looking at my shelf right now at all the unopened games that I have. Do you have a lot of unopened games? I do. Unfortunately, I really do. What's the one with the most dust? It's probably uh, Zombicide. Oh. I still have yet to open Zombicide from like years ago. Have you ever played Zombicide or just not your copy? Yeah, I've played it, but not my copy. Never cracked open my own copy of it. Played Black Plague a lot, but... How is Black Plague versus the original Zombicide? I like it a lot. I like it a lot more. It's the same game, but it's just so much cleaner and tighter. The rules are better written. You can tell that the company learned a lot in the years between the games. And if you have Black Plague, I don't see much of a reason to go back unless you really like the theme of the modern day zombie and those dashboards. Oh, those dashboards are sexy. So the dashboards, they have dashboards and that's a big difference between Black Plague oh, and yeah. Zombicide. Mm-hmm. But the rules and everything, they're just better written, but they're the same damn rules. There's nothing else different. Yeah, I mean, they're streamlined a lot. They have, like, a little thing here and there that's better, but pretty much it's just Zombicide with just tighter, more balanced rules. Gotcha. I have Black Plague, but it was one of those things where I forgot I had backed it, but that's not as old as yours. What is the oldest game that I haven't opened? I think officially now I might have more games that aren't even opened than I have games that are opened. It's bad. I don't have enough hours in the day. <laughs> That's like, well, you back so many Kickstarter projects because I follow you. So I see all the ones you back and it's impressive. I back them quicker than I can play them. I play one and two more show up. It's a magical problem to have. <laughs> it must be like Christmas every day for you. I know which game I have, which I've gone the longest without opening. It is Bookcase Edition Clue. 
My mother got it for me when she realized I was into board games. So being a typical mother, oh, well, he likes board games. Clue's a wonderful game. I'll buy him the bookshelf edition of Clue. (laughs) So I have that. So I have played Clue. Most recent version of Clue being played, Golden Girls Clue. Boom. Are you serious? Yes. There's a, there's a Golden Girls clue? My wife, Crystal, she loves Golden Girls. And when we first met, I was skeptical. You love Golden Girls? Yeah, what are you, crazy? It's probably the best show ever. I don't know. I just remember it being annoying as a little kid because it would come on instead of Alf or whatever. But then we started watching episodes. My Lord, she was correct. So for her birthday, her mother got her Golden Girls Clue, and it's amazing. But you know Golden Girls? You're a fan of Golden Girls? Oh, yeah. I got introduced to Golden Girls probably about five years ago, and I have loved it ever since. I'm not, I haven't seen, like, all of the episodes. I've never sat down and what? actually watched it all, but I put it on the background all the time when I'm, like, cleaning or working on something. Well, here's the test, Lindsay. <laughs> I'm going to fail this test just to let you know. All right. You got to sing along. Nope. Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. Nothing? It's pretty good. I don't, like I said, I was going to fail your test. Invited everyone you knew. I'm adding a little bit. You would see the biggest gift would be from me. And the God attached would say... Come on. I don't, like, I can't even name all the Golden Girls. What's the chorus, Lindsay? <laughs> Just say the damn chorus. What have I been saying? Just say it again. The card attached would say. The Golden Girls? No. I don't know. The card attached would say. Repeat chorus. Thank you for being a friend. My goodness. I think you're a Golden Girls imposter. I, I guess I am, because I love to watch it, and I always think it's funny, but I could not name all the Golden Girls. What? Oh, my goodness. But I've watched them. I watch so little TV that the fact that I watch them is a huge testament to how good they are. You have to remember, like, I don't have a television set. I have to actually get a laptop out, load programs, download it on my laptop, and then watch it. I don't even have a DVD player. I'll give you one last question. Can you name any of the Golden Girls actresses? I know that my favorite Golden Girl was the grandmother in Grandma's Boy, and that she is amazing, but I don't remember her name. The grandmother in Grandma's Boy, I don't think was... The main grandmother. I think it was, wasn't it? No. She was the she was the youngest of the Golden Girls. Nope. I mean, actress-wise, Different actress, not character-wise. Different actress. Are you sure? Grandma's Boy. Oh, I thought it was the same. They look the same. Yeah, this no. Is, you should cut this. This, no, this is actually embarrassing. No, I am <laughs> no, not cutting totally this. you should totally cut this. <laughs> Here's what you've just done. I think you've mistaken the actress that was in Grandma's Boy with Betty White. Oh, Betty White is amazing. Is amazing. Are you sure it's not Betty White? No, Betty White is not in Grandma's Boy. <laughs> All right, well, I like Betty White. I play board games. I'm so sorry. <laughs> We're going to torture you a little bit more because I think our knaves at oh, home God. will probably go along I think with this. They, th- this is officially think... now not the Gen Con episode. This is the Golden Girls episode. Oh, no, I think they want more advice. Let's get some more advice out there. No, not so fast. I'm really good. I, I'm clearly really good at giving advice. Shut your face. Here we go. <laughs> now, in the game of Clue, you're trying to solve the murder. Who murdered? I forget who it is. Mr. X? I don't even know. But... 
and the Golden Girls, what do you think the mystery is? Oh man, is it who broke a potted plant? Yes, because that happens in almost every episode. One of the girls breaks a potted plant. No. See? <laughs> no, the question is this. Pretty much almost every episode, they would gather in the kitchen, but what would they be doing around the kitchen? What was the main thing around which they bonded? Uh, they, they were always drinking coffee or tea. Is that it? No, Lindsay Road. You'll never be a knight with these answers, Lindsay. Oh, God. I didn't know being a knight had to mean, like, knowing everything about Golden Girls. When did that become a thing? It's cheesecake. This explains why I haven't been knighted. It's who ate the last piece of cheesecake, because they all love cheesecake. Of course. Of course it is. So I think you win. This is getting almost too embarrassing. Let's move on to Nave Mitchell's <laughs> second question. And or what do you do with games you've bought that you've decide to remove from your collection? Calling your collection, if you will, Lindsay. You're going to call your collection. Ooh, I just did that. How? What games? I, oh, so many games. I actually just filled up four giant Ikea blue bags of games. I took them to my local library and I dropped them in front of the reception desk. And I said, I heard you had a game night for the local library. You're welcome. And then I ran out as fast as I could. So they couldn't tell me that I couldn't do it. What were some of the biggest stinkers that you got rid of and why? They were mostly Kickstarters. The big one I got rid of was Legendary. I love the Legendary games, but the Marvel Legendary I've never really liked. Especially when the Alien one came out and the Predator one came out. So good. So much better. I agree. Oh, so much better. So I think the biggest title that I kind of called for my collection was all of my Marvel Legendary. Cool. So I agree because when the Alien vs. Predator Legendary came out, it was pure cooperative. Because the thing I really didn't like about the Marvel Legendary, it was it's a semi-cooperative game. You all lose together, but if you win, whoever got the most points is the true winner. It's like, come on, man. What are we doing? Are we, are we doing this together? Are we just trying to get the most points? What's going on? So anyway, I'm not a huge fan of semi-cooperative because of that exact point. Anywho. What do you do? Me? First of all, one of the problems I have is I don't call my games. I have freaking every game possible. But most recently, I got rid of a lot of my games by giving them away at the Live Gen Con podcast. Woo! Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, because you were there, right? You saw me give all those games away. Yeah, I was. I totally showed up to the live podcast. I was in the back. You probably didn't see me. I didn't see you, and you told me you weren't there previously. So. Yeah, no, I definitely... I, I had meetings. I had important meetings and stuff and things. Meetings and stuff and things. Actually, I'll come, though. The knaves and knights that showed up were pretty sad you weren't there. I'm just going to guilt trip you right I now. I heard that, and I was. that's why next year I promise I'll come. Because I was like, you know, I have like this meeting and I have to go and I'm sure like no one's going to miss me. And then you said that people actually legitimately miss me. And I was like, oh, I should have gone. I should have just moved the meeting. So next year, I'll, I'll not plan any meetings during that podcast. Hey, don't feel too bad because you'll be there next year and you do you. So you gave your games to a gaming library. Awesome. I gave mine away to the Tuesday Night Podcasters. Here's what I'd love to do in the future. I would love to have a YouTube show where I play some of the games I haven't opened And if I decide to keep it, then I will. But if I don't, I'm going to give it away to the viewers. Every episode, I'm going to ask for someone to submit something. Now, this is just an idea I have. I don't have the time to edit this thing, but I just want to give my games away to people that listen to the show and buy our games because then it's not selfless like donating it. It's like a marketing strategy. I like it. 
That's a good idea. But how do you feel, like, because the thing about giving away games is you're giving them away because they're not good. So, like, how do you feel about giving someone a game that you didn't like? Because that's where I'm always torn. That's why I can't look in the faces of the people I give my games to, because I know I'm giving them games I don't want. Great question, Lindsay Road. Here's my answer. I'm going to try to be as picky as possible. For instance, I'm going to treat it like it's clothing. If I haven't worn it in a year, then it should go. And so I need to ask myself, am I going to play this again every year? And if I think, no, I don't want this to hit my table before I try anything else within a year, giving away. So I'm going to try to hold myself to a really high standard. And therefore, it's not necessarily a crappy game. It's just not my fire safe game. Meaning if my house is on fire, what are the few games that I'd run back into the flames to save? So unless it passes the fire test, I'm giving it away. But I need to find some editing. I don't know. I don't know when I'm going to find the time or edit. This is all just probably a pipe dream. That's good. It's good to have pipe dreams. So we gave advice. We talked about Assassin. Mm-hmm. Yep. Unfortunately, we gave the results of the next Assassin. So I think this episode is coming to a close. I'm Alan Gerding, A-L-A-N-G-E-R-Ding. You can find me on the tweets, on the Facebook. And if you want to follow the show, we're on Twitter at Play TKG. Please, if you have any comments or you want to become a knight, what you need to do is send in a story. Fewer than 10 minutes. It could be as short as three minutes, realistically. Heck, two minutes. We'll take it. Just record, send it in, and you need to send that to podcast at TuesdayNightGames.com. Email us your comments, questions, any advice you want. We're all about it. If they want to get in touch with you, Lindsay Road, how do they do so? The easiest way is definitely Twitter, which is L-I-N-Z-Y underscore R-D, because that's how the cool kids do it. Or you can just search my name, Lindsay with an E, Road on Facebook. And I pretty much friend everyone. So if you send me a friend request, I'll probably say yes. Cool. Thank you so much. I think with that being said, this episode is... Is it... Is it... Finished? It is finished. Yeah. Yeah. Let me hear your old-timey voice. Get really old. Just do the oldest person you can think of. Dust. Their throat is dust. It is... Finished? <laughs> Sweet.